Welcome to the Revenge Body Podcast. I'm Maverick Willett, and I've helped thousands of divorcees and single moms get snatched waist, jaw-dropping booties, and confidence that captivates the attention of men in every room, all without dieting, cutting carbs, giving up wine night, or starving yourself. What's going on, y'all? It's Mav, the emotional support Viking, or just Mav, whatever. Today is a special day. I'm here with one of our real life clients in our program at this very moment. I'm going to be doing a series of these talking with the ladies in our program to kind of give you all a really transparent, authentic look at what it is we do and get to know some of these awesome women who are transforming inside and out in our program and just have a conversation because that's honestly what I love to do is just talk with our clients and 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 interact and build a relationship and just fill in those gaps of where we are and where we want to be and, and cultivating those values and, you know, just be human together. So I have Laura Perkinson here with me today, who I refer to as my, what is it? The yin, what is it? You say? Yin twang twin. <laughs> yin twang twins. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Laura, as you'll hear, has a slight twang like your boy. And that is something that I love because I don't hear a twang often. And when I do, it's just really cool. And, and so like on group calls and stuff like that, we refer to her, I refer to her as my yin twang, yin twang twin. But yeah, Laura, I'm so happy you're here. Every time you speak up on our group calls, it, it lights up my entire day. I hope you know that. You're just a, a freaking light. We all love hearing from you. But I'm going to shut my yapper now. Please tell us about yourself, a little bit of background, where you're from, and, and let us get to know you a little bit. All right. I am from North Carolina, in case you couldn't tell. I get that all the time when I make phone calls. People are like, are you from Georgia? <laughs> so I am 41 years old. My background growing up is somewhere along the lines of, you know, where you come from, Mav. I mean, I was bullied in school every day from the start of like sixth grade all the way through high school. I mean, every single day I got asked all the time, are you a boy or a girl? (laughs) I was a late bloomer. I was very quiet, very, very timid. If anybody even raised their voice at me just a little bit, I would just start crying. I was so tenderhearted and just I think that's where my my people pleasing came in because I didn't want to upset anybody because if I made them mad, then it was going to hurt my feelings and I'd cry and, and all that. So I just, I always walked on eggshells. I always just took everybody's crap all the time, all the time. That going into my, you know, teenage, later adult life, I just did for everybody else. Always, always everybody else before myself. It's one of those things where like you go shopping and it's supposed to be a day about myself and I'm buying other people's stuff because I never knew how to treat myself, how to spoil myself and how to put myself first. And just being in this group by itself has made tremendous changes in that. I've learned that, as you say, myself before all others. So I have been not really caring too much if I piss somebody off because I need to go to the gym or I need to get my walk in or if I'm taking a little bit extra time because I'm weighing my food out to make sure that I'm getting what I need for the day to meet my goals. So that, but that took a lot for me, you know, just to say, look, you're going to have to sit on the back burner for a minute. Let me get mine and then I can, I can do for you. Um, I have 
two children. I have a 14-year-old boy who is high-functioning autistic. And I have a two-and-a-half-year-old little boy who has Down syndrome. Um, he was born with congenital heart defects, Hirschsprung's disease, and a whole other laundry list of medical conditions. So when he was born, that first year was horrible. Uh, we stayed in the hospital most of that year, multiple surgeries. And I just, I, at that time, I really, really fell off. In other words, I, I really started feeling depressed, definitely overweight, definitely out of shape. And I was just eating just enough to, to get by. Everything was about him. Everything was about my son at home, trying to make sure he was taken care of. And so that, that was really tough. Him getting a little bit bigger, being able to come home. I've been able to slow down a little bit. But I noticed that friends, family, everybody around me was getting sick, getting serious diseases, getting hurt really bad. I mean, just all kinds of stuff is happening. And I'm at that age now where now is the time where you start really seeing all of your friends and family who haven't been taking care of themselves, you know, start getting really bad off. And so I said, my son, my baby is going to need me for the rest of his life. And I'm sure for the rest of mine. So I can't afford to be sick and I can't afford to be immobile. I can't afford to get some kind of serious disease that's going to, you know, put me out of not taking care of him. And even worse, if I pass at an early age from, say, heart attack or diabetes or whatever, what's going to happen to him? You know, I didn't want him to be put in a home, a group home. I mean, and I didn't have anybody else to, you know, take that on. For me. So I made a decision that I had to get healthy so I could stick around for him and, you know, be there for him. But not only that, but be able to keep up with him because I know he's going to have a ton of energy. He already does. <laughs> and I want to be able to play with him. And I want us to go on trips and hikes and, you know, vacations, all kinds of stuff. And I just need to be healthy for that because I was not, I definitely was not healthy at all. So I used to be a power lifter competition powerlifter. When I was in my late teens, I did a lot of just heavy, heavy lifting. And we went to competitions in North Carolina and Virginia. I set state records in both. I competed as a teenager and converted over to the women's division as well. And I virtually had no, hardly any competition at that point. I weighed 114 pounds. I was benching 165 pounds on the bench press. I don't even remember my squat record, but I mean, I was a beast back then. And then by the time I hit 20, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've done an exercise since. <laughs> like I quit lifting and I just totally got out of it completely. So that was 20 years of just doing nothing, just day-to-day life, working, working three and four jobs at, you know, at any given time, but just staying busy, but not really... Like I said, taking care of myself. So that has took a toll on me. I didn't, I couldn't even go up steps without my knees either hurting to where I have to hold on to the, the railing to get up them or just giving out on me. My back always hurt. My neck hurts. I had stomach issues, all of that. And so since doing this, I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting pretty good. The steps don't bother me no more. And it's one of those things where you don't even think about it until 
all of a sudden one day you're like, you know what? I don't remember the last time my knees hurt. (laughs) I remember the last time my stomach was killing me because I ate some crap I shouldn't have. It just hits you all of a sudden one day and you just, you realize that this program just really makes life changes without you even noticing, and which is the cool part. Because if it was hard, I'd probably have given up by now. <laughs> just with, like I said, everything I've got going on life, you know, if, if it was hard, I, I probably would have said, you know what, this is just too much for me. But the small changes that, that happen over time that you don't, you don't know is happening, that's the cool part for me. It's like all of a sudden coming to a realization. This is great. <laughs> so. Well, that's the that's the episode, y'all. Thanks for listening. No, thank you so much. I was that was a lot. Thank you for being vulnerable about you know some of the challenges that you have. So many challenges that I'm sure the the, the people who listen to my to this will will resonate with, and people who are going through similar things. I, I didn't even realize you had two special needs kids. I mean, that mm-hmm. makes you even more of a warrior, like to 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 be able to have that challenge and also say, I am mine before anyone else's, you know, it it sounds to me like you're kind of cultivating this realization of the more I thrive, the more these boys are going to thrive, you know, and absolutely kids may not listen to us that often, but they, they do what they see. They're watching, you know, the fact that you are, you know, at, at this point in your life, embodying these new values and, and cultivating this new lifestyle it's only going to benefit them. And you know that, you know, they're, they're seeing mom, you know, work out. They're seeing mom, you know, eat in a way that's in alignment with her goals, but not restricting in a way that's teaching them that they have to diet or do extreme stuff. Just cultivating balance. I mean, that, that's, that's music to my ears. I, I, I love that. I love that. Um, you know, I, every time you speak up, I realize you and I have way more in common than I realize. Every single time you share, I'm like, oh, wow, me too. Yeah. And one, of the, one of the things you, you shared was like in school being bullied and specifically saying, you know, asking if you were a girl or a boy. And I remember when I was in, you know, first, second, third grade, I had kind of a mullet going on. I had like a shag haircut and same thing. They're like, oh, that's a girl's haircut. You a girl, you know. So when you said that, I instantly got some some memories pop back and like, oh, wow, yeah, I went through that too. And that can be so confusing and hurtful. And and like you said, it, it for me, I, I I relate with a lot of, what you said about people pleasing, because I started, I don't know if you can relate with this, but I started to make decisions or behave solely in, a, in the way that got me liked and approved. And, and I would, specifically in a relationship, when I was presented with a decision or an option of how to behave, I would just pick whichever option got me approval or got me liked. I'm like, oh, that, that makes you like me? I'll just do that. Even if it was something I didn't want to do, or even if it wasn't who I really was, I would collapse and kind of just mold myself to be whatever got me approval. Because as a child, I learned that, you know, I, I wasn't enough. Like who I was wasn't okay, accepted. And so I, I really, I'm glad that you are slowly moving towards that like I am. You know, as adults, we have to go back and, and heal that part of us, the, the go back and talk to the, the little Laura and the little Maverick, you know? So like that's, that's super cool. And, and I'm glad you hit on that as well, because it's, it's just, you know, we, we talk about this. Obviously, we stay within our scope as best we can, but we would be remiss if we didn't hit on these things as well. And in addition to the, 
hey, you got to eat more protein. Hey, you got to walk more. Hey, you got to strength train. But also, we want these things to last forever. And the way to do that is cultivate more self-love. Start to you know, realize that it's not selfish to say, I am mine before anyone else's. You know, to say that if I don't thrive, these boys won't thrive. You know, it's, it's such a hard thing for a parent to work through that specifically. It's always viewed as selfish to, to put our health first or not always, but a lot of the times people are like, well, but they, they got to do this or I got to, I got to, I got to skip my lunch because I have to do this for them. And it becomes, you're constantly self-abandoning because you think that you have to meet everyone else's needs first. And we train everyone to live that way. And then there's the dynamic where we start to shift values and live in a different way. And it causes disruption to those old dynamics with a lot of people. We see that you've heard that like in the program where people's partners, their husbands or family members, they start to criticize this new behavior, criticize this new way of living because they're used to the old dynamic oh, yeah. of self-abandoning. And, and it's hard to withstand that because again, as a people pleaser, you upset people, the alarm bells start going off. Like, oh no, clearly I'm behaving in a way that's wrong or clearly I need to go back to how it was because these people are upset. And so maintaining composure while your new behavior that serves you and gets you to a healthier place upsets those that were only thriving because of the old dynamics that's the that's the real move. That's the real win. So I love that for you. So since you, you're working with Coach Mandy and Coach Mandy, those of you who, people who have been following me for a while, everybody knows who Coach Mandy is because she's front and center on my Instagram. You know, she's the one that 63 years old, you know, she's had a boudoir photo shoot at the age of 63, wears sports bras at the gym. She lost a hundred pounds. You know, she is quite the the spokesperson or, or like the, the billboard for her program because she's just a total embodiment. What's it? What's your one-on-one relationship been like with her? Coach Mandy is amazing. I mean, she deserves to be the forefront. I mean, honestly, she has come through so much, so, so much, just physically, and I know mentally as well, but and I know she had to do a lot of deep programming from how she was raised and how she associated food with feelings of soothing and, you know, having those happy feelings. She's, she just, she's always there if I've got any questions. She's always motivating. She actually, she tells me these little tidbits all the time. And I'm like, I never knew that. (laughs) Like, I have to laugh because like with protein shakes and stuff, she's like, you know, protein shakes are good, but you need to eat something and chew or else your digestion, you know, process doesn't start. And I was like, what? Like, I never knew that. (laughs) And that little bitty thing that probably made a lot of difference, you know, my digestion and all that. I, I never knew that. I mean, who knew that? Everybody just drinks a protein shake and thinks that, well, that's all you got to do. You met your protein goal and that's it. So now I make sure that I've like grab an apple or a banana or something like that along with my protein shake. And I've it, I, that's probably one of the only things I've changed in this last week. And I've noticed a difference as far as like inches and weight loss and stuff. So it's got to be some truth to that. <laughs> but yeah, no, isn't she, that wild? Chewing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah, she she's just amazing. She's such an inspiration. And I'm so glad that she's now my current coach. You know, I started with a different coach and I got switched over to Coach Mandy and I'm so happy. <laughs> so Beautiful. thank you for that. Yeah. I love that. You know, I wanted to ask because I'm sure people are wondering like, well, what's my relationship with my coach like, you know, and how does she, you know, I think a big concern might be well, but Maverick's the one on, you know, the Instagram and the one that we see, but if we're not working with him, then how is it as good or what, you know? So like, I just want to ask because like I, when we, 
bring people on to be coaches, we have a process and we're so discerning with who we let into our team because we, we take it extremely seriously. And as you've experienced, if, you know, someone doesn't meet our, our, our waterline that we've created, our culture, you know, we'll make a move, you know, to make sure that our clients are like yourself are, are taken care of and, and have that relationship with your coach. So I'm super glad to hear that. Let's talk about something real uncomfortable. And that's like investing, you know, the investment that you've made in this program. And I just want to go straight to it because when people come across my social media and they probably, you know, I'd say a lot of times they go, maybe they go straight to the application and they see that it's at least a $2,500 investment. Right then and there, if you don't have context for what we do, you're like, holy shit, that is a scam, you know, or, oh my God, well, Weight Watchers is only this much or Octavia is only this much. How in the world, you know, so like talk through, if you don't mind, like what that felt like to make that investment in yourself and and then just be real truthful, like what your experience compared to that investment and, and your return on that investment. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's the key words right there is investment in myself. And um, that's honestly how I had to think about it. Again, me with having special needs kids and, you know, I've been a single mom for so long. That amount, when you just look at the numbers, you think, sticker shock, right? (laughs) But I kept thinking to myself, I would spend that in so much other junk that I didn't need. And I'm sure that I could get by, you know, with making that investment. So I did. I made some sacrifices and I did that again for myself. I said, you know, I'm worth it. I'm I'm worth that. And that is just a number. I mean, that's there's no price to put on how I feel right now, the progress that I've made, knowing that I'm healthy, knowing that I'll be around for my kids for the long term. You can't put a price on that. So again, yeah, at first I was a little nervous because I thought, what if I'm putting all this money into this and <laughs> This is the same crap as all this other stuff you see. I mean, the the B-shred and like you said, Noom. And <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> I mean, I see that guy all the time. If nothing else, he's definitely in my feed a lot. So, <laughs> well, Quit clicking um, on him, Laura. He'll I'm not stop. clicking. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. But I guess it's just sort of related to fitness. So they, you know. Yeah, no, he, he's there, on my stuff. So I, he's everywhere. That's what I'm saying. He must pay a lot of money for, for a lot of clicks. I don't know. But yeah, again, I was nervous at first because I thought, well, what if this is just like all the others? But when I seen your, I think it was an Instagram video I seen first. And it was one of the funny ones where you were like making fun of like the Instagram models. who's like 20 and, you know, oh, I could lose this late, no problem. (laughs) But I was like, that's exactly the truth. I mean, like, that's the truth. Like, you were making fun of them, but it's so, it was so honest and so raw. And I was like, that's the kind of shit I need. (laughs) Like, I just need somebody straightforward to tell me, hey, you need to buck up or, you know, get off the pot. So it was worth it. It was just completely worth it. That's all. I mean, that's really all I'm going to say. I don't think I even thought about, after like the second or third week, I don't even think I thought about the price anymore. Like it, it was just, it was no, it was no, it was not a problem anymore because I knew the program was worth it. So. Well, I appreciate that. That's 
you know, that's good to hear. Obviously, you could have said a lot of things. You could have said, ah, it's okay. <laughs> I would need a discount. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got you free t-shirt, you know. Whatever. Hey. But, um, uh, yeah, let, let me make that a medium since I was extra large. There <laughs> we go. I love that. That's so funny. I got you. That's hilarious. Well, thank you. I appreciate you sharing that. And again, that's, I just want to go straight to it. Like as I grow to embody more transparency, like in my own life and in in our program, you know, that's just something that I just want out there. Is like, look, yeah, it's an investment. Like it's expensive, yeah. and then here's what you, here's here's the value for that. You know, here's a person who has done it, who have felt that fear, and I'm so sensitive to the weight of that investment. You know, I'm, I invest in mentorship as well. I do it year round, and it. I feel very similar when I send that wire transfer. I'm like, oh my God, like I hope this pans out. And then, you know, I, I put in the work and I, I show up and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like I I took this seriously and and I am seeing more than what I invested. So I want to have that same thing in our program. It's like, wow, like this is a no-brainer for me. Can't imagine yep. not doing that. Yeah. Well I think too, if it's too cheap, I think people won't take it seriously. You know what I mean? Like they won't put their all into it. I feel like because I paid what I paid for it, I'm like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> like I you're got gonna, to. You're going to trigger some people <laughs> with that one, but I agree. And like I'm not wasting my money on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. There is something to be said for people who pay, pay attention, right? And and yeah. that's you know that's that's I agree. Not everybody. There are exceptions to that, obviously. And because yeah. there are exceptions, that's why I give out so much free information. I, I, I do it for two reasons. One, because I want this information accessible to everyone who just needs to get some momentum. But two, because it's just truly what I love to do. Like I just, I want people to win. I get a ton of, like for me, it's so worth it to give out all the free information because I get so many messages from people who are like, I'm down 50 pounds just from following your Instagram, whatever it is. But as you and I both know, there comes a time in the phases of body transformation where the guidance is so key because fat loss is just part of the equation. You know, it's like right. phase one is fat loss. And then it's like, okay, but where, now that I've lost the weight, where do I go from here? And it's like, well, here's what you do. And phase two is actually the most important, which is the building phase, which is what we do. And we, we basically, as you know, do four phases, fat loss and then building and then fat loss and then maintaining. And the reason we do that is very, very methodical and very, very evidence-based. But the, the fat loss phase of it is just the first phase. You have to build the tissue and the shape and, and to where you can maintain the results that you get long-term, raise your metabolism, be able to eat more and still maintain the body that you want year-round. And that's what, that is the unseen part. Like when people see our before-afters, they see, you know, like six months to a year of, of that commitment, right? Yeah. What they don't see is them maintaining that after photo for the next 10 years because of the values that we want to help you guys cultivate. And yes, that, that's why we do this. It's like, we don't, if you leave a program and you haven't gained the tools to maintain your results, then I don't think they're doing their job. Yeah. I want you to be able to do this for the rest of your life and never have to use any kind of like meal plan or anything e-shred, you know, ever, ever again. You know, I want you yeah. to be in control. Would you... Would you say you felt like you were like out of control with your body like prior to being in our community? Oh yeah, absolutely. I even tried to go like work out and stuff with my fiance and you know, he was like, "Oh, you just work out with me for, you know, a couple months and you'll lose that weight and and all that." And I mean, 2 months, 3 months and 
<laughs> not a single pound gone, not even inches, nothing, like absolutely nothing. And I kept telling him, it's not, it's not the same for women at my age as it is for you at the same age. Like you can go in and still eat like crap and work out. And, you know, you've been lost two pant sizes. <laughs> I can't Doesn't do that. Doesn't that piss you off? <laughs> it, oh, gosh, it sucks so bad. Oh, man, it sucks so bad. So then I, I got him good. I was like, you know what? Mav said that to be a guy and to be, you know, overweight, you actually have to work for that. <laughs> like That takes commitment. Like, it's no excuse for you, for you to be overweight. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, you're a committed guy to things that aren't really healthy. Right. <laughs> to jump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that was funny. That was, that, but that was an eye opener for me because I'm thinking, well, what's wrong with me? You know, I'm working out just as hard as he is. And I, it's just not, nothing's moving for me. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, um, and to your point, like the lean body mass and the testosterone, like those are the, those two things, those two single factors keep men from dealing with the, the same uh, consequences from a caloric surplus that women do. I mean, your set point is so much lower. It's like, you t- I mean, that, and that's why a lot of couples tend to sabotage each other because they mirror eating habits, they mirror mm-hmm. exercise habits, and the man can go can get away with that for years without it having like a huge adverse effect. But if if a woman is eating the same caloric amount or even close to it consistently, she's going to be in way bigger of a surplus on on average over time. It's going to have a yeah. way bigger impact, and and so it is. It's. It's it's fuckery, man. Like men as well are more resistant. I think this is the big thing people don't realize is like take keto or any other like extreme approach. Men are way more resistant to the deleterious effects of those extreme approaches because of their hormonal advantage and because of their higher amount of lean body mass. And that goes back to like why I said the building phase is so important because that lean body mass keeps you healthy long-term in your 40s, 50s, 60s, staves osteoporosis. Let's not even begin to talk about menopause because men right. don't deal with that. And that yep. is a complete reversal of the hormones that gave women vitality for 45, 50 years. So like men also don't deal with that. And then, yep. you know, then we could go off and talk about hormones and slay and why I did that. But point right. being, it's like women need their own approach. Women need their own plan separate from their husband, separate from their partner. And then the, the even, more, even more difficult is getting the support from the partner because it like we goes back to when you start to change your behavior to reflect the yeah. outcome that you want for your life it disrupts those around us who are used to that old dynamic and i see that in our program a lot and that's why a big occurrence in our program is like whew, it's it's like big changes because we're, yes. we're seen as a, a fat loss program or body transformation program but there's byproducts of embodying more self-love and boundaries and embodying, you know, integrity in our lives, you know, following through on our commitments, all of a sudden you start seeing these other things happen, like women getting promotions or leaving their jobs, pursue something they love because they decided they were done putting up with that old dynamic and getting walked on like you've described. Sometimes divorce happens because they're like, wait a second, as a result of putting myself first, it has identified places in this relationship that aren't congruent. We don't have the same values and that's a big deal. And then we encourage you to have those tough conversations. And the result of those tough conversations sometimes is a different outcome. Oh, yeah. It it really starts to uncover those little things that has been buried for so long. It really does. I didn't mean to interrupt you. but no. But yeah, because me and my fiance used to date when I was. And so now we're, you know, back together after 20 years. And he even commented not too long ago and said, 
you're not the same sweet girl that I used to date. And I'm like, no, no, I'm a bad, I'm a badass woman now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to take your crap, you know, when you want to, you know, do X, Y, and Z and it's time for me to, you know, do my walk or, you know, meal prep or whatever. Like, no, I've got to do this first and then whatever you want to do, we can do that next. But no, it's not, it's not always, you know, bending and, you know, for everybody else now. And, and yes, that may, that may cause issues in some relationships, but that also may help a lot of relationships. Cause again, it uncovers these things that need to be talked about and need to be worked out. And whether that means you go your separate ways or your relationship stronger for that, either way, it's changes for the better. Yeah, absolutely. There's always peace on the other side of that uncomfortable conversation. That's why we talk about that so much in our program. It's like, Hey, what are you avoiding? What what conversation yeah. are you avoiding? Because we we as again people pleasers, we think sometimes that avoiding tough conversations maintains peace, but it actually just prolongs tension. So absolutely leaning into those conversations is huge. And and so like a big part of our coaching model is to do just that. You know, I, I coach my coaches on the same thing that our coaches coach the clients on because it's very important to me to have a culture that embodies the, the the life we're trying to cultivate, the values we're trying to cultivate here. And so we, you know, we're like, hey, listen, if there's an uncomfortable conversation with a client that you're avoiding, let's mm-hmm. figure out ways to compassionately lean into that. And then it just bleeds over, you know. Yeah. On that note, you know, we have our group, our group calls weekly. And, you know, I'm I'm now a way bigger part of that, which is awesome. It's what I love doing. Can you speak a little bit to kind of what you get out of those group calls where we come together as a program and just celebrate wins and, and talk about different stuff? I think one thing is you get to see that the crap you're going through, you're not the only one. <laughs> like these women, I mean, go through everything from, like you said, relationships, divorce, problems with children, and, you know, being like some of our women who have had to have multiple surgeries and just, you know, can't quite keep up with day to day stuff because. They were so unhealthy and they're getting their life back together. And it's just amazing to see other women not only achieving those goals, but to see other women support us. So, and not just knock you down, not being on the, you know, the negative side, not all that drama. It's just everybody's open, everybody's vulnerable, everybody shares. And it's just amazing that we boost each other up and just come together as a, as a community. So yeah, I, I love them. I look forward to them every week. I look forward to hearing everybody's wins. I look forward to celebrating with everybody and then sharing my wins. I mean, it makes you feel good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's I think the whole concept is like you know, you're an average of the five people you spend most time around. And if we look at what we're consuming day to day and do an honest audit of everything that we're doing, is it and put it in two different columns. One column is, is it serving me? One column is, is it not serving me? Is it contributing to the, the values I want to cultivate? Is it taking away from my energy, et cetera? And those group calls are like the one place you can go where it's like every single person on this call wants you to win and they want you to thrive and they're here to support you. Same thing with our, our Facebook group and now our, our trainerized chat, which is awesome. I think oh, yeah. our, we're probably going to dump Facebook now that we have, <laughs> that's where you have access to, to all of us, which I'm really enjoying. But, but yeah, so I, I, I just want to ask you that because I think that's, that's something that we are constantly trying to to do more of and make better and and provide just an outlet for you all to feel supported. And, and like you said, know that you're not alone. 
one thing that I have I've discovered from being on those calls and, and sharing my own journey is how much I have in common with all of you. You know, it's it's like I think people look at me on the internet and they're like, there is no fucking way this guy knows what I am dealing with as a woman. And I don't. I do will never know firsthand right. what any woman deals with, but with any of those phases of life, whether it's childbirth, menopause, et cetera. I'll never know. But the feelings from not feeling worthy, the feelings from not feeling like you're not enough, the people pleasing, the self-abandoning to to please others, the constantly making relationship decisions from a place of not enoughness or I'm not okay unless the attachment style stuff, you know, all these things we can all relate on just as humans, the mistakes that I've made that I'm, you know, I try to be transparent about the parent stuff. Holy shit. You know, like (laughs) I get stuff we can talk about all day, you know, because we all go through it as parents. So especially as a single parent. So yeah, I just, I've, I've really like, as a man, it has, it has benefited me so much to work more and more with women. And it just, I've, I've learned so much about myself and obviously having so many conversations with women, I've learned more about what you all deal with. And it blows my mind. It, I'm, my mind is consistently blown with the things that women deal with. I mean, gosh, like the stuff that I've been told like about shopping for clothes and things that, you know, relationship dynamics from, you know, people who, who were wounded and then like how that becomes your story and future relationships and the expectations from society and like doctors invalidating all of the shit you're going through. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's just like an endless list. So just a lot of compassion, but the humanness more than anything, you know, I try to be, I just try to be honest about what I'm going through and try to help you guys. You know, I, I mean, I appreciate that so much. I'm thankful for your education on females, their bodies, their, you know, emotions, all that. I mean, I appreciate your vulnerableness, your realness. I appreciate all that. It is one thing, like you said, to see on Instagram this character that you've kind of made up and and it it's funny and it's hilarious, but at the same time, you are real and raw and emotional and that again, yeah, we need that as women to relate because if it was superficial, I don't think any of us would would really get as much out of this program as what we do. And so I appreciate you so much for being the person that you are and being so interested in seeing us thrive and not just selling a program. So that that's that's big. That's huge. I think again for women, we need to be able to trust and know that you're not here to bullshit us. So you opening yourself up to us also allows us to open up, you know, to you and, and open up to ourselves. So yeah, I, I really appreciate all you've been through and how far you've come. I know I told you that the other day. I'm just so like I, it's crazy to say I'm proud of you because like I didn't know you back then. But just to say that, just to see how far you've come in, in a fairly short amount of time, it's it's just amazing to me. And and it makes me it makes me hopeful for other relationships that I have with men, seeing that when somebody wants to change and wants to do right, that, I mean, that that's possible. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You made me cry. I, <laughs> I'm a crier Tuesday. <laughs> that's okay. We can both cry. I, yeah. I, I really appreciate that. You certainly didn't have to say that, but thank you. I really, you know, I, I do so much of, of 
fulfillment in what I do comes from you guys winning. You know, like when the coaches share uh, a client before, after, or they share like a huge win, like on the medical front, somebody's blood works better. They're, for the first time in their life, they're able to wear this kind of clothing or what have you. It's just really, that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me showing up. Because like you said, the characters and the, the polarization that I, I purposely do sometimes on social media, it brings a lot of criticism and negativity and hate. And, you know, I'm part of it, right? And, but then, and sometimes that really makes me go into a hole because I start to say like, gosh, am I, am I like, am I, what's wrong with me? Am I, you know, are these people right about me? You know, am I, but then I go and I see these messages from you all. I see messages from people who are winning and making progress. I'm like, nah, I'm, I need to be doing this. Like I'm supposed to be doing this. So yeah. We we genuinely worry about you. I, I mean, at least I can say that from my standpoint because, I mean, the internet, people on the internet, these keyboard warriors, they're brutal, man. And it, it, it takes a really strong-minded person to ignore that, you know, coming at you constantly. So, I mean, you're, you're a strong person for that. And like I said, we worry about you a little bit because it's like, you can't... I mean, people can't take so much of that. And, but you put yourself out there and I'd say you're pretty brave for, for doing that and just like letting the haters keep on hating. But hey, they're the ones missing out. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think, you know, just like in all seriousness, the hardest part for me sometimes is like when I have Denver and, you know, your phone vibrates, it goes off, I get notifications, stuff like that. And like, I'm, you know, I'm doing something, I'm, I'm being a dad, I'm doing the dad thing. And I look at my phone and somebody's like, you fucking asshole. And it's like mm-hmm. being able to read that and then go and then like, just keep going as normal. Like, you know, interact with him. Like I didn't just read a death threat on my phone. Right. or some like really like critical thing about my character or somebody who's just really wounded, who's saying, you know, think I remind them of someone who wounded them. So they're just like taking it out on me. Like, yeah, I take, I, you know, that, that's, that's part of it. It's part of the package of having a platform. And, you know, over time, I, as I work on myself more and more, I feel less need to defend myself because before I would just go to war with these people. And, and like, there was no outcome there. It was a zero sum game because you'll, you'll just never win with, with people who are taking out their wounds on the internet, you know? So now I, I try to make light of it and, and I've gotten better with it. But yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't impact me in some way. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. So I appreciate you saying that. I've always, you know, thankfully I've got some, some decent supports that I can reach out to and say, hey man, like this, what do you think about this? Like, ah, ignore that shit. You're all right, man. Just keep, keep yeah. going. You know, it's just <laughs> nice to have somebody say that, including you. So I, yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate like, I appreciate you coming on today. I appreciate you spend your time and energy. I appreciate your trust with us. I appreciate who you are. I guess my my last question for you is, you know, if you look, if you think back and you were kind of like looking at my stuff, looking at my content and, you know, you knew you had some challenges and, you know, you had, you'd probably invested in some things in the past that didn't pan out. And you were like, well, I don't, I don't know if this is the right choice. There are so many women in that position right now who are just like, to them, I'm just another guy on the internet trying to sell them something, you know? What would you say to your past self who was in that position? Like, what would you, what are some words that you would give? I'd, I would probably just say, tune out all the other bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's when, when I seen your videos, I said, you know, this guy 
knows what he's talking about. It's not another cookie cutter gimmick. And it's not some newfound supposed science and, and all that. This is, this is stuff that I knew from being a teenager and, and, you know, weightlifting back then and taking care of myself. I knew these were the basic fundamentals. So I would just say that this, this program is legit. That Maverick, you're, you're legit. All the coaches are amazing. And I like that it's women to women coaching. I mean, you are the head, you, you know, which is wonderful. But again, from a real personal, someone who knows what we've gone through, woman to woman coaching, it, that part is, I think, the biggest key to it all. This is what sets it aside from everybody else. And it's not just, hey, buy this program and we'll send you an email with a bunch of links and a bunch of meal plans and here's your workout for the next two months and and then just letting you go. I mean, this is this is hand-holding, but with the freedom to make your own choices. Like, I think I'd have died if somebody told me I had to eat like eggplant and, and like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like some, some crazy stuff that I, I just can't stand and say, no, this is your meal plan. And if you don't do this, then you're not going to lose weight. And that, that's another thing that I loved about it. It was, it was easy. I can make my own choices and the pressure of not, not feeling bad when you say, decide, Hey, today, I think I want a cheeseburger. I mean, you, there's ways to make that cheeseburger have pack a little more protein and put some veggies on it and, and different stuff to meet your goals for the day. I mean, if you want a cheeseburger, eat it. Don't feel bad about it. So again, I say just take the leap and do it. I mean, I don't know how else to simplify it as that is just, just, just try it. I mean, I'm sure most of these women have already wasted a ton of money on so many other things that didn't work. I mean, this is not a waste of money. This is not a waste of your time. And it's certainly life-changing. Wow. Beautiful. Well, I, Laura, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for sharing, being vulnerable. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate just who you are. Like I said, like you're just a freaking, you're a light. Every time you, you. you bring a smile to my face, every single time I see you. So thank, uh, you. thank you so much. I appreciate you. and. We will talk, I guess, let's see. Oh, we've got our Q. We, are you coming to the Q&A on Saturday? Yeah, of course. Well, then I will, <laughs> I'll be there. I will see you there then. <laughs> All right. All right, Laura. Thanks so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you all really got a kick out of mine and Laura's conversation. She's freaking awesome. And, and I, I, that, is no, that is no BS when I say that every time she talks on a group call, it makes me just light up because, you know, obviously, you know, her accent and my accent are similar and I like that, but just, just who she is and how uh, joyful she is. She's made a ton of progress. And and so I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I have many more like it. I'm uh, having several clients on and just going to, you know, have a conversation about their experience and what they've been through so that you all can, you know, relate and, and get some insights and, and see kind of what we do and the goings on of our program. But I hope everybody's having uh, an amazing week. Just some general updates on Slay, on the Slay side of things. We are cooking, y'all. We are cooking. Uh, we are 
still licensed in the same seven states. We are, I think California is next on our list. We're going to get licensed in California next because that's where the biggest group of folks currently are. And after that, it looks like maybe Texas. And then we're going to look at some other states as well, like Oregon and a few others, North Carolina. So those of you in those states, get ready because Slay is coming to you. And if you are looking to, you know, get some just results with body transformation on the body transformation side, just make sure you're following me everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, this podcast. This podcast is where, obviously, I go into great detail about everything. Oh, and YouTube. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention YouTube, which has a whole other side of videos that are freaking awesome. But I, I, I try to put out as much free information as I possibly can and, and give you all the, the keys to the, well, the keys to making the, the, the progress that you want to make. So hopefully, you get a ton of value from this. If there's anything you want to see me cover specifically, just shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm always answering DMs on there. So if you have a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And I'll, if I don't know much about it, I'll do some research. If I do, I will just let it rip and give you as much value as possible. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have an awesome rest of your day. ESV out. If you liked what you heard on this episode, ladies, share it with your friends. And if you want to finally escape dieting culture and get body results that make your ex wish he never mistreated you, check out the link for the Revenge Body Metabolic Revamp. You can find that in the show notes. And remember, ladies, you are powerful.